back to another episode. Today, Kyle and I are going to be discussing just mental health. Um, we haven't really gotten into, I would say, like the mental health side of things before. We've talked a little bit from a motivational and inspirational and like an entrepreneurial perspective and obviously like physical health, but mental stability and like ensuring like mental health, that is a whole different avenue from physical health. However, physical health can obviously lead into your mental health being in a better state. Right, Kyle? How you doing over there, man? How's your mental your mental health right now? <laughs> uh, my mental health is good. I mean, well, I mean, I guess putting into perspective, like obviously we're, you know, we're doing good, but um, I don't know. There's always stuff to think about. Like there's always, there's always something every single day that I'm like, wow, you know, like this really stinks or you know, this could be way better, but then I just kind of put my, my situation into perspective and, you know, something that might, you know, piss me off for four to five minutes, like in the grand scheme of things, it's really nothing big at all that really should be concerning. I think that things can always be better, but things can also always be worse. So, you know, it's, it's trying to, uh, you know, not necessarily look at like, it, it, we, we, we get caught up sometimes in not appreciating the small steps that we've taken, right? Because we're not where we want to be. We expect it to happen overnight. And when it doesn't happen overnight or when you fail and when you have a setback of some sort, you look at it just and it can drain you a little bit mentally. Um, this is why, you know, we talk about like being mental tough, like mentally tough, right? Like people in uh, obviously like the military, um, they are very mentally tough. Yeah. They have to be extremely so, mentally tough. Right. And it's the same thing. Like if you're prepping for a show or like if you're doing anything that puts stress on you mentally, I mean, you have got to, you know, you have to have strength there. Like who cares how physically strong you are, your mental and like your emotional state and your psychological state that can bring you down uh, like uh, a huge peg, you know, if it's not taken care of. Yeah. Right. So because it affects how we think, it affects how we feel. And then in turn, it affects how we act. So, you know, if we're thinking if we're all this is why, like, staying positive is a great thing to try to do. And I'll be the first to admit, like, I am I am not the best at staying positive all the time. And I think from a business perspective, Kyle, you and I talk a lot about like playing devil's advocate. So we look at the worst. We try to prepare for the worst. And instead of preparing for the best, because we don't really know what the best could be. And it's a lot easier for us to take the best and run with it than it is for us to take the worst and try to, you know, regain footing and work with that. So that's like we we don't necessarily keep like that positive attitude all the time because we know that there's going to be setbacks. We know that there's going to be failures because we deal with it on a daily basis, um, which in turn, like. It, it kind of it can weigh on like how we feel towards like certain like manufacturers or certain situations and then how we act towards them. Right. Because if we know, let's say, for example, if we know and we've had manufacturers like this that are completely like, you know, putting us behind everybody else, they're telling us that, you know, we're not going to worry about you right now. We're worrying about this, blah, blah, blah. That makes us feel terrible. Like, why would we want to work with you? And in turn, then we just want to get out. So our action at that point in time is to 
communicate with them to try to get out. It's not to try to make things work. It's not to try to build a relationship. You know, you want out of those shitty situations. Yeah. And, you know, we, we've gone through that from a business perspective. And I think just another, another really, you know, I, I guess another situation that people always get caught up in is like relationships. Right. And Kyle and I, we're not going to sit here and Dr. Phil the shit out of this episode. <laughs> um, but you know, like relationships tend to be where people, they, you know, they start to feel bad. They start to think the worst and then they, they act out because of that. Right. So like, it's just, it's not, if you're in a bad, like emotional, psychological and like social well-being, then you like got to f- try to find the positive and like use it as a, like an experience to get out. And it's easier said than done. It is so much easier said than done. But like, I, I mean, I've been in a shitty situation like that before and it's never easy to get out of. And I know that there are people that are struggling with it worse than I am. But that aside, you know, like you aren't alone in that situation, right? Like people have always gone through worse than what you're going through right now. And they've always managed, not always, but some people have always managed to like rise above that. Right. So like, just think about this, like where you're at right now in life, somebody has started way below you and managed to climb the ladder. So there's not really anything that, you know, should be stopping you from trying to climb the ladder as well. Right. And I think going off that too, like you mentioned, um, definitely don't be afraid to ask for help, like whoever it is, right? If you have like a friend, if you have a family member or, you know, whoever it is, don't ever be afraid to ask for help. Like nobody's ever going to hear you ask for help and say, wow, that's, you know, really, at least they shouldn't. If they are, then if they say that, then maybe they're not the right person to ask for help. But um, never be afraid to ask someone for help if you're whether you're struggling in a relationship, if you're struggling with a diet or if you're struggling with trying to get yourself back on track, if it's like a work life balance or whatever it is, could be anything. Just always asking for help is a good way to do it. Yeah. Off of that, too, like people, they don't always ask for help, right? Like they expect you or, or sometimes plead and hope that you pick up on the subtle hints that right. they're leaving yeah because like they don't want to ask for help but they want you to like check in on them and and you know hope hope that you would see the small things that are like leading them to be in distress right like for right? example like myself i'm a very optimistic looking person just how i think i don't really like i, I don't really pick up on hints that well you know what i mean like if cam was dropping me hints that he was real sad all the time i'd be trying to like get him to smile or do something but i wouldn't really think to ask what's going on i guess as like my initial reaction but it'd be a lot easier if you know hypothetically if cam was like hey i need help with this or whatever it is yeah instead kyle knows when i'm unhappy i'll tell him <laughs> right yeah no, that's, we never really have that issue we no there's no guessing game over here it's not like we're playing we're playing clue no we, we don't need to do that here but i mean but that's just what it is dude like there are life experiences like trauma or abuse and just people go through that and mentally and physically they're just distraught but they don't want to do anything about it because they're scared, they're nervous, like things could get worse. So they drop like a little subtle hints, hoping that somebody will figure it out. Right. And like pull them out of that darkness. 
But from an outsider's perspective looking in, like you, you had said, Kyle, it's like it's not that people are like just completely oblivious to it. It's just that they don't necessarily like know – maybe they don't know you. Maybe they don't know the situation. There's just not really like anything that in their mind would be pointing them towards like, oh, well, this person needs help. So right. like it, there is there is like you owe it to yourself to to you know do something to um, I guess the best way is like to pull yourself out of that situation too like because like I just mentioned not everybody's gonna see your subtle hints so you have to be able to take like even the smallest step in the right direction because that could you know that could save you that could do so many things yeah but there there are there's just. It's just crazy, man. Like mental health is such a touchy subject. It really is. And I guess it's like Kyle and I, it's not that we like avoid it. We just haven't really sat down and thought about it too much. Um, Cause I don't even know, dude. Like there are days when Kyle and I, like at least like for myself, I'll, I'll quit saying Kyle and I, but there are days <laughs> where like, I, dude, I'm just like drained yeah, I'm in the so same much. Yeah. Like, like it's just, it's crazy, dude. But then I think about like what could potentially be there down the road. And a huge part of it is just the people that I'm surrounded by. Yeah. Like the people that, you know, we've taken the group from zero to how ma- however many people now, like being surrounded by all the like-minded individuals, like all the people that they just want to see you succeed. And, you know, nobody's like, nobody's ego is completely like popping through the top I mean those like that has helped me a lot right um you know but there are also days when especially like recently dude like low energy it's been it's been rough man I I could go through you know six cups of coffee a day and it's just so like the energy is just so low but I think like prioritizing sleep prioritizing you know, water, prioritizing, uh, being able to actually have a well-balanced diet. Like these are things that are going to help too. Right. But I think I I do want to talk a little bit about obviously the situation that we're in still, but I think that some of my personal drain comes from like my job. Right. And I'm sure a lot of people are in that same exact boat, the nine to five that they don't want to fucking be in. Yeah. You know, it's especially nowadays, man, when people are getting pushed back to the office after, you know, 16, 17, 18, 19 months working from home. Dude, they're like, what? They're fuck this. Fuck this. They don't want to be there. And I don't blame them, man. I don't blame them like one bit. I mean, that's the situation I'm in. But like I said before, it's like somebody's got it worse than me. Somebody's in there every single day for 10, 12 hours, whatever the case is. Um, so my advice to them, my advice to that particular person, if you enjoy the safety of that nine to five job, I would say that you should go and try to like apply for another one. I would say apply for one that it maybe is remote. If you hate the nine to five job, then you gotta work towards something outside of the nine to five. Cause the only person that's gonna allow you to escape from that is you. You gotta be able to put in the work. You got to be able to, you know, find the network, find your passion project through things that you enjoy, things that you love. Yep. And, you know, we, that's what we're trying to do. But again, dude, it's no easy feat. 
right? Like some people, they become famous overnight, literally. Some people, it takes them, you know, three, four, five business failure ideas, like five venture fails, plus six years to finally see profit and success. It, yeah, like Andy Frisella you, is a good no example I, of that. Like he started, yeah. he, they started their supplement and like own business. They didn't make profit for 10 years. First 10 years made nothing. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. That's absolutely crazy. Like how you would have to have some form of funding because I don't know how you would survive on that. Not only that, like just having the motivation to keep going on something that hasn't seen the light of day in a decade. Yeah. Absolutely crazy. But once again, I guarantee you he was surrounded by people that actually believed in him and he was taking small steps in that right direction. But there are also days when it's like two steps back, one step forward and you feel like you're losing ground. But then there are other days when everything seems to be going right. And, you know, you try to just you try to work off of that natural high of living life on your own terms. Yeah. And then the other thing too is like with that, like we love the quote. Um, I think it was Elon Musk that said, "Take your, what was it, your four-year goal and try to fit it into like a year or like six months or whatever it is." And you know, he's like, "You're you're doing that." It's you like know take your ten-year, yeah. He's like, "Take your ten-year goal and try to fit it into like six months." Yes, you're like, never, you're you're never going to reach. You're it. not going to hit it, but like you said, like we always say, you're going to be a lot farther than you would be if you were planning for that ten-year goal. So it's like being able to set a realistic goal and even though that might not be realistic but set those smaller realistic goals and you know kind of like we said earlier like celebrate the small wins and and don't get so down on yourself when you don't hit that 10-year goal mark in six months yeah and i would tell people to start a you know start a job start a business um find joy and happiness in something that they love but it is it is hard like it's no secret dude it is fucking tough some days are better than others but some days will just rail you sideways and you might not think that you're going to be able to get up from it and usually it comes back to funding and money and some form of capital because that's just here's the thing is like the world you know like i guess the best way to put is like everything kind of everything needs money right but like you, you, you want to say the world doesn't revolve around money yet. I mean, it, it kind of really does, right? Your happiness shouldn't, should not be, uh, you know, dependent on money. But I mean, the world's going to keep moving on and the world moves on in the direction of who has more money. Yeah. But I mean, being an entrepreneur is tough, man. It definitely takes some mental, like some mental power. And I love it because, like, the market and money, they don't give a fuck who you are, dude. They don't care what your skills are, where you came from. If you put in the work, you get paid and you can make a name for yourself. Like I said, whether it takes one night, whether it takes six years. Just the issue that I have with school nowadays, dude, it's like you graduate. Most likely, if we're talking the average person, you're going to be in debt. And then society gives you a range for what you're worth and how much you should be paid based on your entry level, not your, not your knowledge, not your actual skill set. So like as an entrepreneur, the sky's the limit and there's no time frame as to when you can get to those clouds. But in a corporate setting, your growth can be limited to what the person above you says. So you can work and work and work, but your merit most likely won't increase until you've checked their boxes 
And then that could take, like I said, a few years. So it's a risk and a gamble either way that you choose. And both of them are going to play on you mentally and probably physically, right? Because if you're sitting at your desk for a long time, entrepreneurs, they don't work nine to five. You're going you're gonna to realize what it's like to work 25-8. You know, like it's just, it's nuts, dude. Yeah. But if you know your worth, go get it. Don't sit there and wait for somebody to tell you that you're a level one for three years before you're allowed to go to a level two and make more money. Right. Like the, the merit behind it, just it, that, that shit really starts weighing you mentally. I'll give you a great example, dude. A great example is because when I first started working for Lockheed, like super excited, man. I was super excited to get my foot in the door and I moved out here. And then like, Kyle, you, you know this, but for everybody listening, like I, I was supposed to get a raise like, let's see. I don't even know, dude. Like, like, <laughs> basically like a year, a year ago, ago now. now. Like a year ago now. And they just kept saying every, every, I had meetings bi-weekly. So like every other week for eight months, eight months after the fact, they kept saying, oh, it's coming. It's coming. At that point in time, I told, I told my boss when I, it finally came eight months later, I was like, you know what? Like, I appreciate it. I really do. But like, I'm not as excited for it as I was eight months ago when I was originally supposed to get it. So like mentally I was just checking out because I was continuing to do more work for what I was being and should have been paid. And there are people in the same position, but the reason I'm using this example is because it is something that I just went through. Right. So like it's, I get it, dude. It makes you not want to show up. If you feel as if you're not valued, if you feel as if people don't appreciate you, dude, fuck that, man. That's a shit situation to be in. And I hope that you have other people or something that you're working towards around you to help you get out of that. And like, this is where Kyle, like, let's, let's get into the abuse of like alcohol, right? So like people, they work that nine to five living for the weekends and it comes into smoking, drinking, using drugs on the weekends. Then it leads to feelings of like helpless, helplessness or like hopelessness. You are just confused, angry, upset. Like then you get the Sunday scaries and then you start yelling and fighting with people. Like there are severe mood swings because of some situation that's pissing you off that you feel as if you're trapped in and can't get out of. So you look for that quick escape, right? That quick, that quick escape of partying on a Friday night, on a Saturday night, like drinking, you know, being on level nine, cloud nine for one night of the week, hating life for maybe the next five and a half, six days, and then trying to do it again. And then realizing that, you know, you're stuck in a rut, you're stuck in a situation that, you know, is probably doing more harm to you than good, obviously, right? There's just, you know, it, it's it's difficult. And this is why, like, dude, it, this is why I said before, like, talking, like, psychology and just the mental stability, it is, it's a big issue that obviously like, stems beyond, like, Kyle and myself. But, you know, to Kyle's point that he said earlier, is like, staying positive, right? Maybe stay present. Like, staying present yep. and actually, like... One. 
Yeah, like being in the moment. I like I suck at doing that shit. I'm terrible. I'm so bad at staying bra- Kyle knows, dude, because Kyle and I will talk and I swear to God I'm like two, three weeks ahead of the game. Yeah. Like Kyle, like let's we're doing this, this, this. You know, like I'm trying to plan out there's what you know, where where we should be going, what avenue. There's yeah, there's definitely pros and cons to both, right? Like it's good to be present, but you can't be so present that you're not also thinking about the next steps. Right. I just, I dude, that's, that's one thing for myself that I need to do better. And I like I, the first step is knowing that I need, like I can identify the issue, knowing that I need to be more. That's present. the first step I for, that. I feel like a lot of mental, mental health issues is like when you can identify the issue, then that's when you can fix it. But it's not until someone identifies it that they can, be helped right like you could spend all the money in the world or tell someone a million times but until they're they're physically ready to admit that it's an issue and like try to change it themselves that's when you'll start seeing yeah yeah no kidding dude it's yeah it you you have to understand that you know you need to get some help you want to adjust something like if you're not happy if you're not happy now and a lot of our listeners are younger 20s 30s maybe in their teens i mean dude that's a long ass life to live let's say you make it to like 85 that's a long ass life to live in a miserable situation you know and people do it why, like why why the hell would i want to work until i'm 65 just to travel the world after i retire when i'm 65 like i personally don't want to wait until I'm that old to see the world. Number one, the world is just going to hell in a handbasket. So who knows what it'll be like when I'm 65 and I'm 24, (laughs) you know? So, but, but that aside, dude, like there's a limit. There really is a limit to like, imagine if we're 30 traveling compared to when we're 65 traveling. And this is, you know, if, if we're going off of like the regular status quo of retiring at 65, 35 years of just youth, and I mean, that, that is a hell of a difference. That's a hell of a difference. I, you know, I, it's, it's crazy, man. It really is. Like, I, I don't know what to say all the time, you know, <laughs> obviously like right now we're going through it, but we like, the, that's another thing that plays because time, time is such a mental game. And it's a mental game because it's something that we always want more of yet fear most right? We know where the inevitable ending is, but we always want more time for obviously the situations that we enjoy. Now that said, dude, like you don't, it's a race against time, right? So like you're trying to get it all in, figure it all out, live life how you're supposed to do, you know, go see this site, go see that site, Uh, basically complete your bucket list before you can't, you know, and, and a, a, like a mental situation that fucks with that is because now you look at your life and you sit there and think right now, like, okay, I'm 24 or I'm 25 or I'm 40, whoever's listening, think about your age and where you're at. Like, what's all the shit that you wanted to do leading up to where you're at right now that you haven't even accomplished yet? So now there's stress on the mind. There's stress on our, our uh, mentality, like our, our mental state that's like, well, fuck, like I'm nowhere near where I want to be. 
And I'm, you know, now I got to figure out how to do this before I'm 30 or before I'm 50 or, you know, it's getting dark. It's <laughs> well, dude, that, but that's, but that's what I'm saying, dude. Like it's like, that's what time, time is such a factor in like our mental state because pe- and people don't want to like, I don't know if they just don't want to talk about it. They want to beat around the bush, whatever the case is, but no, they don't want to like address it head on because nobody wants to think about all the shit that they didn't accomplish. Right. Like that they set out to. When like, yeah, it might be a little bump in the road, but that doesn't mean that you just don't go for it. You just nix it. You're like, all right, well, I didn't do this by the time I was 25. Like I wanted to. So fuck it. I'm done. I'm moving on to the next thing. Like if it's still something that you truly want to do, like at one point in time, you wanted to do it. Like, why did you want to do it? Right. But like, dude, the, the mental health thing is not like stay positive. Yeah. But it's, it's about addressing like some of the darker situations that can help lead you to that light. Yeah. And people just sometimes they just don't want to and they don't have that support group. Like I said before, man, it's people leaving subtle hints that nobody's able to pick up on. And it just stresses out the person even more. But, you know, like like I said before, like getting enough sleep, surrounding yourself with positive people, doing something that you actually enjoy, getting out of those those horrible, like detrimental situations that are, you know, hurting your health, that are hurting your physical state, your emotional state, your psychological state. Like those are the first steps, identifying those issues and then working on how you can get out of there. Let me tell you, if the, if, the, if you have friends that put you in a, like a garbage situation that are affecting your mental, physical and emotional state, those are not people that you want to be surrounded by. Like people that, you know, that that's going to make your life a little bit tougher and, you know, in my opinion, like you're just not going to be as happy as you potentially could be. And it's not it's not about, you know, waiting for one night a week to go get drunk, slam some beers, slam some drinks and hope that you don't wake up on a sidewalk. It's it's not about that. You know, it's it's about finding that mental peace and being able to truly find the happiness. That's one thing I think that is completely we, we can wrap this up here soon, but. Let's end well, it on a positive note after after your well, right. Well, let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about happiness because <laughs> I was going to say like, well, the one thing that is like completely underrated is true happiness, at least in my opinion. Yeah. And like, if you, if you can find that true happiness, then dude, I would say hundred ten percent go for it. Like, if you if you are able to find what you're truly happy about, I don't give a fuck what, like what you're doing. Right. Like, go go for it. You could be bagging groceries. You could be a waitress, a waiter, an actor, an actress, like you could be doing school plays. If that's what brings you happiness and you are able to, you know, make others like feel good, make yourself feel good, then dude, fuck more power to you. There's so many people make a lot of money and they're not happy. Yeah. They wait, they wait to find happiness through wealth and it just doesn't come when they get it. Yeah. And I think a great example of that is like, you see a lot of professional athletes. I don't think it was until Kevin Love, I'm sure there were a couple others, but one that comes to mind is Kevin Love. He, he like kind of came out and he was like, yeah, like, you know, I'm really struggling mentally and it like got a lot of other guys in the league and around other professional sports to also kind of like stand up and say, yeah, you know, I like, I'm also struggling mentally. And like, it just kind of goes against everything you think a professional athlete might have. Like they get to play the sport they love to play for a living. They're on a team, they're famous, they're getting all this money for all this, all the games that they play and like all the endorsements they have and like comes down to it. They're just not happy. And like, you know, to your point, like happiness can come from anything. And if it's not coming from the current thing that you're doing, then speak out, ask for help and 
try to find the happiness. That's a beautiful note to end on, Kyle. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Try to find that happiness. (laughs) The quote of the year, Kyle Nimberg. But no, I mean, all serious, you know, like we hope that you found some value in this podcast. We hope that, you know, you can find your happiness, right? We hope that you're in a good mental state. It's not, it's not about like taking like that dark turn, but it's about addressing the issues at hand. So, and sometimes, you know, it does take a little bit of that, like straight, like that straightforward discussion, but as always, thank you for taking the time to listen. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest at Official Iron Pulse. But if you still prefer email, you can subscribe to the Iron Pulse Report by visiting shopironpulse.com. And remember, no matter what you do, be all in.